Hi, I'm John Farmer, and you're listening to Georgian Bay Roots. We share the music made and played in Grey Bruce on 560 CFOS every Sunday and anywhere, anytime, online at summerfolk.org slash Georgian Bay Roots. Happy holidays. My shoveling muscles have been letting me know that winter is here, and the short days are helping me count down to the solstice, Christmas, and all the family, fun, friends, and food that come along with these longest nights of the year. I've got some holiday songs to share with you in the third act of the show, but we're starting off with animal songs. In the middle set, you'll hear Matthew Byrne. He's from Newfoundland and has made a name for himself as a great interpreter and almost an encyclopedia of traditional songs and styles. We recorded a conversation at Summerfolk, and you'll hear that and a couple of his songs in the middle of the show. But now, a track from Aerialists, a quintet that met at music school in Boston. I've played them on the show before, and I just can't get enough of their latest album, Group Maneuvers. From that record, this is Fox Hunters and Jessica Winters.
was Aerialists, starting off our animal theme by mixing Celtic harp and fiddle with some rock instrumentation and sprinkling a little Gaelic on top. I love it. We're keeping with the fox hunt theme with a track from the Lonesome Ace String Band, an old-time trio based in Toronto. They're just getting ready to release a third album, but here's a treat from one of their previous ones. This is Fox Hunt. The Lonesome Ace String Band, God Knows, with Fox Hunt. 
Keeping with animals and fiercely talented Toronto bluegrass, I've got some slow can ramblers for you now. They played the Roxy not too long ago, a great band, super tight, and they sure know their way around those instruments. This is Elk River. That was the Elk River flowing out of your radio courtesy of the Slocan Ramblers. 
If you were listening to the lyrics of that song, you'll know there's some tragedy mixed in there. But it's got a hopeful bent too, and that combination seems fitting for this time of year. Rounding out the animal theme is Ian Tamblin, acclaimed Canadian singer, songwriter, author, scientist, and explorer. I heard him play this next song when he was at Summerfolk a few years ago. It's a story from the north and tells about the discovery of a carved ivory bear, an artifact of the Dorset people who preceded the Inuit in the north. The Dorset lived in the north from around 500 BC to 1500 when they disappeared mysteriously. This song tells the story of someone who I believe was a friend of Ian's finding the small carving on a beach in Nunavut, where it would have sat for at least 500 years since it was dropped through the ice. This is Ivory Bear. Forever around this bay, 
When running home, she tripped and tossed me to a dark and wintry day. Shed so many tears that day. I hope you'll tell her that I'm not lost, but delayed along my way. I hope you'll tell her that I'm not lost, but delayed along. was Ian Tamblin with his song Ivory Bear, and this is Georgian Bay Roots. We'll be right back after this quick break. Hi, my name's Lucas Roger. And I'm Madeline Roger. Together we are Roger Roger. Roger. And you're listening to Georgian Bay Roots. Matthew Byrne is a Newfoundland musician. He's played summer folk a few times, both as a member of the Dardanelles and as a solo performer. He comes from a community and a family of songkeepers and musicians, and he carries those traditions passionately and proudly with a voice that's pure as anything and a musical dexterity that would make him at home on any stage. From his 2017 release, Horizon Lines, this is The River Driver. I was of the age of 18 when I went upon the drive After six months hard labor Back home I did arrive I courted me a pretty girl It was her caused me to roam For I'm a river driver And I'm far away from home I'll eat when I am hungry and I'll drink when I am dry Get drunk wherever I'm ready and get sober by and by And if this river don't drown me then on I mean to roam for I'm a river driver and I'm far away from home. I'll build my love a castle all upon some mountain high where she can sit and view me as I go marching by Where she can sit and view me While on I mean to roam 
For I'm a river driver and I'm far away from home And when I am old and feeble and it's in my sickness life You can wrap me up in a blanket and lay me down to die and bring to me a bluebird who will sing for me alone for i'm a river driver and i'm far away from home i'll eat when i am hungry and i'll drink I am dry Get drunk whenever I'm ready And get sober by and by And if this river don't drown me Then on I mean roam For I'm a river driver And I'm far away from home for I'm a river driver and I'm far away from home. I sat down with Matthew for a conversation when he played Summer Folk last August. We talked about how he chooses which songs to share, how folks share songs where he's from, and what it takes for a song to bridge its way into the traditional catalog. This is part of our conversation, and I started by asking him how he puts an album together. You know, eventually I, I look at it and I say I have an album's worth of stuff there, and I'd like to take it, and then you start putting it together, and then the, it's the process of making the record that makes it into a record if you know what I mean like it's the process of like okay well what's the order going to be how am I going to treat these versus how am I going to treat these which ones am I going to build up and kind of give some sort of band feel give some sort of you know multiple instrumentation arrangement which ones am I going to strip down to just me and the guitar or which one am I going to just maybe even sing a cappella, you know and then the album starts to turn into this kind of thing where the, all of the songs kind of start to agree with each other you know but uh, there is no kind of they don't have to they don't have to meet a certain criteria other than I, I love them and feel that they are worth doing and haven't been and, and, and are, are, you know, could be new again and haven't been heard enough. You know. Is there a difference between the way that you bring a song to a, a kitchen party or a circle of people sharing songs compared to the way that you bring a song to an album or a performance? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I think the kitchen party or the session at the pub, I think that demands some sort of, um, you know... You, you kind of you're sharing songs with people and a lot and, and kind of doing them in such a way where the the chorus is really obvious or or or, or you know the, uh, the 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 tempo is just really it's easy for people to latch onto and you don't want to do it you don't want to do it too kind of weird and, and unique so that it's not accessible to the players who are adjacent to you you know um, and so I think that you kind of treat you kind of treat the songs then the way the tune players treat the tunes when they get together you know everybody's trying to f do it in a way where everybody can play it you know um, and so you know and those pub songs by, that you hear back home you know the songs that you hear in the pubs on George Street in, in, in St. John's you know they're 
they're all done in a kind of a you know fairly kind of accessible kind of typical way because it's the familiarity that people are looking for but then when you do your own record you get a chance to kind of break for you keep i always kind of you know kind of I'm always kind of dancing the line between with us with every song I'm dancing the line between what is it about it that's familiar and what's the kind of the natural kind of integrity of the song that I kind of want to keep what drew me to it in the first place and what made it a beautiful song to begin with and what's the thing that I can do you know to to it to make it my own and to make it sound like Matthew Byrne and to make it sound like my arrangement and my style and my treatment of traditional music you know um, and so uh, the album gives you a little bit more liberty there because it's not it, it is yours, you know, and uh, you're not catering to, uh, uh, you know, a group of people who, you know, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, but yeah maybe it does. Yeah, where it's, it's, where it's more about what can you yeah. focus on and what makes you really excited rather than needing to worry about making it as accessible as possible. Yeah, and I think that's one, of the re- that's the, one of the differences between, you know, between the, 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 the trad music that, that I version and, and put on on CD versus the you know the the, the 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 kind of the standard pub song kind of canon that you hear you know and I love all of those songs I mean I you know I, I sing Dirty Old Town as often as you ask me to you know and I and I used to play the bars back home I used to play I used to play the bars you know um, three or four nights a week and and it was a great way to learn that repertoire and to learn what people love what from what familiar songs people love most and you know and I every now and then I might do something and I, I would I that's not true and I, I shouldn't say every now and then I would always do something a little different with them but I wouldn't make them so that they weren't dead obvious what you know like I'm not going to take I'm not going to take some you know, the classics and go too and go too far with them because I think when people go out and they have a beer in their hand and they want to hear they want to hear those familiar songs that just you know make them think of home or whatever you know and uh, you know but even with those I would kind of try to make them sound a bit like me <laughs> but uh, within reason you know because I think familiarity is not something that you should tamper with too much um, but if it's a song that nobody's really heard enough of anyway, then you kind of, that's how I kind of feel. Like a lot of the songs on my records, you know, um, in, in many cases, they're songs that people don't really know. Why. They don't, they, they might not have, or they, you know, apart from the, like the real nerdy trad people who just know everything, you know, and they, oh, I know a version from, you know, Southern Scotland or whatever. But generally, the general populace don't, wouldn't have much of a, of a reference point, you know, for the song. So then I get to kind of take advantage of that, you know. How do you, so when I think of trad music or, or <coughs> lately my deeper exploration of trad music has made me realize that trad is a living thing where my earliest preconceived notions were it's only trad if it's a certain age and if you learn it in a certain way. You on the, the latest album have brought uh, even songs that tell recent stories from your family heritage. Mm. How do you keep that trad style coherent? and still make it relevant and contemporary. Well, if I go to write a song, it's only natural that I'm going to be influenced by the type of song that I love most, which is a traditional song. And there's turns of phrase and, you know, and there's, you know, you, you, you hear that some kind of, sometimes you hear this kind of, I don't know, you hear, you hear this kind of reverse English is the best way to call it you know I boldly stepped up to her and she to me did say I mean you'd never say that in a, and a contemporary songwriter would never say that you know and, and there's only so much of that you can do in your own songs before it just kind of starts to sound a bit silly because it's just kind of like oh, you don't talk like that but there is a way of writing and there's a way of there's a way of phrasing in traditional music that can be that can carry through and, and, and certainly when I if I go to write a song I I'm writing it in that style without without kind of um, sounding like 
I'm trying to be something I'm not and without without speaking in a way that's that's too distant from the way I would normally speak myself it's a pretty fine line um, you know but it it, it 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 does influence my writing and 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 I mean I'm writing a song which I, I look at in the broader scheme of things kind of thinking maybe one day when I'm no longer alive if it lasts it could be a trad song you know but it's it might be a contemporary folk song but eventually it's a, it's a, I mean you take a song like like Ron Hines' Sonny's Dream, you know. I mean, there's people who claim that it's an old traditional song passed down from their from their great-grandmother, you know. That's the highest compliment you can pay as a, a song, you know. Um, and my father has, has written or co-written songs that, you know, I've, I've had people come up to me and say, oh, yeah, that's an old traditional song from Ireland. And I'm thinking, he would love to hear that. That's not offensive at all. That's the finest compliment you can play. If a song is going to enter some sort of, like, uh, you know, kind of canon, canon, yeah, you know, of traditional song, then, that, then you, 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 you've, you've, you've ticked off the box, haven't you? You know. Mm. So I, I heard you say in a workshop that uh, your, I think, I believe it was your grandfather didn't have much of a voice, but he had a few songs. Yeah, yeah. I love that line. Mom always, mom said that to me one time when I was asking her about that song, uh, "Loss of the Schooner Maggie," and, and, and she said, "Well, he didn't have much of a, he, he wasn't much of a." He wasn't much of a singer, but uh, but he had some songs, and and I think that goes for so many of the older singers I've heard about. Because I've sometimes I've, I hear about these people who had these, you know, I hear about these people in, in previous generation to me, or people who've passed away, or, or you know, passed away when I was young. Older singers from Plaisance Bay and other parts of Newfoundland, and 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 I'll hear, oh, this song came, and I'll I'll hear so many songs get traced back to this person, and then I'll find an old video and. They're not much of a performer. It's like their their singing is kind of like pretty pretty weak, you know. And I realized it wasn't about them. It wasn't about their oh, he, it wasn't about the fact that he could you know um, that you know had the, the the most beautiful voice or performance style. But man, if you wanted some really really great songs, he had them, you know, and was willing to share them and and want and and so um, I love that idea. That's part of my conversation with Matthew Byrne. You can follow Georgian Bay Roots on Facebook and find us on SoundCloud and iTunes to subscribe to the podcast and hear my whole interview. I love his emphasis at the end there that it matters more whether we carry and share songs than how well we sing or perform them. We've all just got to sing more often, and this is the perfect time of year to do it. The rest of the songs in this episode are holiday-themed, and last week I got to sit in a friend's living room while she played piano, and a dozen or so of us sang along to Christmas carols. It really got me into the holiday spirit. Matthew put out a holiday EP in 2015, and from that release, here's a song called Christmas Flight, which tells a Newfoundland Christmas story from the 1960s. I'm not sure whether or not it's historically accurate, but it's a great song either way. Have a listen. Christmas 1962 on northern Labrador's coast A winter's hardship, nothing new, but this was worse than most A steamer's crew almost got through, but finally lost the bet In heavy ice you roll the dice and plans are overset And provisions aren't the only thing that come upon that boat Would the steamer be the only way to keep young hopes afloat? Who's the loving parent that would ever want to see The sadness of a child who sees no gifts beneath the tree And so the desperate call came from the northern town of Maine To the airline down in Goose Bay Town could Santa come by plane For ten days straight the storm had raged and not a plane had flown As a pilot stepped out into the cold and left his cold Home. 
is minus 35 and black is pitch at 6 a.m. And the forecast called for some improvement as the day went on. Arriving at the hangar, daylight showing in the east. A ceiling of a thousand feet and this two miles at least. 600 horses came alive in clouds of oil and smoke. As the engine warmed, the pilot knew he carried every hope. Girls and boys for Christmas toys in the cabin of his plane While anxious parents pace the floors of every house in Maine And he thought about his home, his wife and son and daughter And the family picture clipped upon the panel of the otter With the weather bad, the doubts he had about this flight had grown With joy for families up in Maine, bring heartbreak to the snow was light at first, visibility not bad But it came down quick and thick until two miles was all he had And forced down to 500 feet to keep the ground in sight As time ticked by that winter day began to lose the light And he knew the ridge was right ahead just past which Dr. Lake Read his map in gathering dusk, he knew just one mistake Could end his life in rock and ice that towered above the plain Fizz now down to half a mile, he searched the ground in vain Then suddenly the ground was gone, he was swallowed by the snow He had had his chance to run for Postville back a while ago as fear rose in the back of his throat, he cursed himself a fool And he prayed to the man for a guiding hand Past the ridge so hard and sudden shadow on the right another to the left of him both quickly lost to sight and then the snow began to thin and he thought that he could make a tree line out beneath his wings or the shoreline of a lake and the weather cleared as quickly as it closed in long ago with daylight fading in the west the stars began to show and as he hung suspended o'er the frozen silent land Offered up a prayer of thanks and considered the guiding hand. His weary mind cannot recall the last part of the flight, the landing or the drive back home that frosty northern night. He knelt before his children and embraced them tenderly, and he kissed his wife and held her close beside the Christmas tree. As he lay in bed that night before he fell asleep He thought about how close he'd come to the unseen ridge so steep The choices that a man can make who has the final say And whether the wheel goes up or down on any given day
That was Matthew Byrne with Christmas Flight. And if you're interested in helping out your neighbors this holiday season, join the hosts of Georgian Bay Roots at Rockin' for the Food Bank on December 28th at Hartwood Concert Hall in Owen Sound. Ted, Dylan, and Kaylee will be there with a pile of local musicians, sharing songs and collecting donations to fill local cupboards and bellies. Find us on Facebook for more information. I'll have more holiday songs for you right after this break on Georgian Bay Roots. Hi, we're the Au Pairs, and you're listening to... Georgian Beirut. Artisan were an English a cappella group that performed between 1984 and 2005. They released an album of English Christmas carols and really dipped into the archives to give some of the history behind the songs. I'm going to play two of their songs now because I can't get them out of my head. Matthew Byrne spoke about the value of people carrying and sharing songs, and I think Christmas and this holiday season are a prime example of that. Singing together was historically, and for some folks still is, a huge part of this season. And we keep singing songs even though they're not relevant to our traditions today. Few people have one horse open sleighs, for instance. Here's a secular Victorian carol about peace to get us started. This is the season of holly and ivy. The season of holly and ivy is here, the season of mirth and of glee. The year has come round to the time when all men of goodwill can agree. Hail to the hour when all men can agree. Oh, trim up the tree with fair silver and gold, string garlands of berries around. And with blithesome carols fill houses, fill all with their glamorous sound. Hail to the carols, gay glamorous sound. The season of holly and ivy is here, the season of mirth and of glee. The year has come round to the time when all men of goodwill can agree. Hail to the hour when all men can agree. The board now is laden with roast beef and goose, with mince pie, plum pudding and ale. The yule log is roaring its welcome to guests from both valley and dale. Hail to all guests from both valley and dale. The season of holly and ivy is here, the season of mirth and of glee. The year has come round to the time when all men of goodwill can agree. Hail to the hour when all men can agree. That was Artisan singing The Season of Holly and Ivy. Songs are a strong part of Christmas, and most of us have caroled at some point in our lives, but we don't all know why. Before people caroled, they went wassailing, essentially Christmas trick-or-treating, wandering between homes with a big bowl of cider and songs to sing. If the homeowners didn't share their food and drink after the singers performed, the wassailers could refuse to leave or wreak a little havoc. That's where we get songs like We Wish You a Merry Christmas, where the singers refuse to leave before they get a cup of good cheer. Here's another dose of Artisan with Somerset Wassail. Wassail and wassail all over the town The carpet is white and the ale it is brown The carpet is made of the good ashen tree And so is the malt of the best barley for it's your wassail, and it's our wassail, and it's joy be to you, and a jolly wassail. 
Oh, Master and Mrs., are you all within? Pray open the door and let us come in. Oh, Master and Mrs. are sitting by the fire. Pray think upon for travellers are travelling in the mire. For it's your wassail, and it's our wassail, and his joy be to you, and a jolly wassail. Oh, where is the maid with the silver-headed pin, to open the door and let us come in? Oh, master and missus, it is our desire, a good loaf and cheese and a toast by the fire. For it's your wassail, and it's our wassail, and it's joy be to you, and a jolly wassail. There was an old man, and he had an old cow, and how for to keep her he didn't know how. He built up a barn for to keep his cow warm, and a drop or two of cider will do us no harm. No harm, boys, harm, no harm, boys, harm, and a drop or two of cider will do us no harm. The good dog of Langport, he burned his long tail, and this is the night we go singing wassail. Oh, master and missus, now we must be gone. God bless all in this house till we do come again. For it's your wassail, and it's our wassail, and it's joy be to you, and a jolly wassail. For it's your wassail, and it's our wassail, and it's joy be to you, and a jolly wassail. That was Artisan with the historic Somerset Wassail. Up next is a decidedly contemporary holiday song. Released this year, here are the au pairs with Quiet Now. Bye. 
that was the au pairs. You can see them in Guelph on Tuesday, and if you grab a ticket, I will see you there. From historic to contemporary and all the way back to Grey Bruce now, Richard Nechtel has been performing since 1970, has released more than a dozen albums, and was artistic director of Summerfolk for a while, too. This is a song from his Christmas album, and it gives a shout-out to Mrs. Claus, who, like so many matriarchs, really holds everything together at this time of year. Going out to all the wonderful women making this holiday sparkle, this is Thank You, Mrs. Claus. Well, thank you, Mrs. Claus. Thank you very much. You keep us Santa happy. You must have a magic touch. Ha <laughs> ha, what a dream you be. The one behind the scenes. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you, Mrs. Claus. Your Santa's quite a chap. He talks to all the children and sits them on his lap. Making sure they're nice and giving them advice on how they should be good throughout the year. At Christmas time, we think that you should know. We appreciate the fact you help them go and take his bag of toys for all the girls and boys. For without you, what would he do to spread that Christmas joy? Oh, thank you, Mrs. Claus. You overlook his flaws and help him take the sleigh from the garage. Uh, yeah, when Christmas comes, it seems his work is never done. Mr. Ho 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 can't do it all alone. Thank you, Mrs. Claus, because you're understanding. Your husband's occupation is one that's so demanding. He's always on the go, especially when it snows. He's out there teaching reindeer how to fly. On Christmas Day when he comes through the door, so tired from his work the night before, you offer him a tea and sit him in his chair. In just three winks, he starts to sink, and soon he's sleeping there. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Claus. You must be a saint. Santa looks okay, but George Clooney, he ain't. He's looking rather plump, a little big around the rump. But still, you love the man for what he is. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Claus. We give you our applause. For everything you do for Santa Claus Always making Christmas Full of dreams and wishes And lending your support to help the cause Mrs. Claus, thank you uh, Thanks a lot, Mrs. Claus Oh, it's just so fantastic what you do Yes, you make Christmas so very special All those things you do for Santa And all the things you do for us And the Make Christmas so great, and then the elves, too, they like you, too. Oh, everybody likes you, Mrs. Claus. As a matter of fact, you know what they say, behind every good man. While we're sharing original holiday music, here's a song from the Carrot Sticks, a duo based in Bradford, Ontario. They played in Wasega Beach yesterday. This is Peace on Earth. Starlight three. 
on Earth, a contemporary country folk telling of the Christmas story by the Carrot Sticks. I've got one more holiday song for you. Big Little Lions played Summer Folk a few years ago. They're a shimmery pop folk duo that collaborate between Vancouver Island and Ohio. They'll set an upbeat tone for the next week of our lives with Waiting for Christmas Day. Going down, it's getting late now. 
Turn out the light, not one to go waiting for, waiting for. That was Big Little Lions with Waiting for Christmas Day. And that brings us to the end of Georgian Bay Roots for this week. If you're still looking for the perfect gift for the music lovers in your life, head over to summerfolk.org and order them a weekend pass for the 2018 festival. Passes are only $105 until the new year, and you're guaranteed as much fun as you can sing along to. Special thanks this week to Summerfolk for putting us on the air. Don't forget to rock for the food bank with us on the 28th in Owen Sound as well. And if you're a musician with recordings to share, send them over to Georgian Bay Roots at summerfolk.org. Drop us an email there too if you want to say hi. Dylan will be in the chair next week with the Christmas Eve episode. No matter how you're spending this holiday season, I hope it fills your heart and your stomach. Until next time, I'm John Farmer, and I'll see you folks around. <laughs>